Hi, we're back with another episode of Digital Dialogue. I'm Caitlin. Hey, I'm Scott. And today we're actually we actually have a special guest, James Shiner, our boss, our CEO. Absolutely. <laughs> Thanks hey, for guys. joining us. Um, so I guess we just want to stop off. A lot of people know about Yelling Mule and how you know you started this from the ground up. So what initially inspired you to go into business for yourself? Uh, so my my father growing up, he was always owned his own business, and just seeing him do what he did and seemed to enjoy it really just inspired me to uh, to do it for myself. And I actually wanted to start working before I turned fourteen, before I could legally get a job. So I did the you know stereotypical lemonade stand and just random things here and there, and had a record label when I was younger, and just really fell in love with the web. Okay, so fast forward a couple of years from high school. How did Yelling Meal come to be? Like, take us through that whole process. Sure. So in nine, you know, 2006, I started a company called Northy. I partnered up with uh, my business partner at the time, um, and we merged our two companies to form the brand Yelling Mule. So uh, the brand Yelling Mule was formed in 2010, but the core of the company actually started in 1999. So it's uh, a little confusing, but Yelling Mule itself, the brand, Otis, all of that is uh, eight years old now. Mm-hmm. James, um, I had a question. They said that over 90% of startups fail, according to HubSpot. Um, what do you attribute to your success to? And also, to follow up on that, um, were there any helpful resources that you used in the beginning? Uh, so I'm a big fan of hard work. I think anyone who knows me may call me a workaholic. Um, but I think that's the one thing that you do have control over. You can't control luck. You can't control the economy. But you can't control how hard you work. And if you work harder than the next guy, you can beat them. You famously, actually, this is a little insider information, James has a tattoo on his back with a picture of a dice, I believe. Yes, He's roll famous the dice. to roll the dice. Yeah, could you elaborate on that a little bit? You just Yeah, so it's easy to talk about the successes, but I'm not without my failures. Um, I'm a serial entrepreneur. This is probably startup 10 plus. Uh, some have sold, some have failed, and some have just fizzled out. But this is the one that always, uh, has always stuck and really, um, you know, Worked out, and I'm very, uh, very grateful for that. Absolutely. It's like we are, too. <laughs> yes, absolutely. What surprised you the most about starting your own business? Was it the long hours? As they say, over 19% of entrepreneurs work 60 hours a week, and we know that you have that beat, of course. Yeah, the long hours, I mean, that's kind of always shocking in the beginning. Your life gets eaten up, relationships end, people can't handle it. Um, but it's really... That and just the fact that it's just you. The buck stops here. It's, there's really no one to uh, no one to complain about. And if you don't like your boss, you don't like your hours, you don't like the outcome, it's all on you. Yeah. So I guess to wrap this up, um, if you were speaking to someone sitting across from you that wanted to go into business for themselves, what's the one piece of advice that you think is like the most important thing that they should know before they start this type of journey? Uh, I think passion is the most important. Um, they say if you enjoy what you do, you'll never work a day in your life. And that's one of those cliches I truly feel like I am living. Um, whenever I tell someone I'm looking forward to a Monday or you know not looking forward to a Friday, they think I'm insane. Um, I do take time off here and there, but when you like what you do, it's really not work, and that's truly the way I feel. All right, awesome. Well, thank you so much. Thank you, guys. Thanks, James. We're back. Um, we actually thought that we couldn't end the episode without going into how Yelling Meal got its name. Otis and all that good stuff. I know we get yes. asked all the time. 
Yes, so the first question or last question every single meeting I ever have is how yelling you about his name. And uh, we decided that if we didn't cover that here, we would be blasted with questions, <laughs> um, even though it is on the website. So anyone who hasn't visited the website yet, please do so because it is there. Um, but Yelling Mule um, was the result of a few beverages at a bar in Stoneham, Massachusetts. Uh, we knew we wanted an animal in our name. Uh, my partner at the time and I, uh, we somehow landed on Screaming Donkey. Uh, someone owned that domain, so I called them to inquire, and they wanted $15,000. Didn't seem like the best use of funds for a startup. Uh, so we changed it to Yelling Mule, and the rest is history, as they say. Awesome. Well, I personally like Yelling Mule better than Screaming Donkey. So yeah, that's, I think that's it works out what in everyone favor. says. They, they yeah. say that it was the better choice, because Screaming Donkey doesn't flow. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. It was definitely flows. A little less aggressive, too. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Okay, well, thank you. All right. Thanks, James. Thanks, guys.